Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Check, check. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Matt Mania proudly presents to you the number one podcast tag team James of the world. It's Mega Rand. It's T-Call. And this is Matt Mania. Awesome intro. Thank you. Thank you. Just came out with that a whole two seconds ago. On the spot. What up, y'all? We are back. I'm happy to be back. I was out last week. Y'all held it down. I appreciate it. Um, we are working with a different configuration today. Actually, it's daytime for once while we record this. Um, it's Thursday. It's Batmania. And uh, I want to thank you for being here. We got a player three has entered the game. A returning guest, host of the Steel Cage podcast. Make some noise, ladies and gentlemen, for Cap Caveman. Yo. What's going on, Cap? Not a lot, man. I'm 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 excited to be here, and uh, it was a fun week of wrestling, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I just got caught up. I was just on the road, so I've been trying to catch up and uh, just get through some stuff. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Last week, I totally missed Raw and SmackDown, but I caught, like, some top ten stuff. This week, I caught up, and uh, I like where things are going right now. I do feel, you, feel do good you, about it. Do you think that missing sometimes a week helps mm-hmm. you kind of be more excited about it? Yes, actually. You know? If I can avoid spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I do feel like that actually brings up a good point that uh, someone else was uh, wondering. Someone asked me before, like, there's no off season or no break. Like, even no. with soap operas, they have a little break. Like, they take holiday breaks. They do something. Do you think a break maybe would be kind of beneficial? It would. Because be, it would. It could give us some time. To recuperate, and be Dude, like, oh, you ain't yeah. getting no break. You about to get wrestling four days a week. Yep. They bring an NXT to, <laughs> to USA <laughs> on Wednesday. No they're, breaks. They're going to expand it to three hours for SmackDown and two hours for NXT. I'm but sure. maybe that could give them an opportunity to ta- like have main roster breaks. You yeah. know what I mean? If yeah. 205 and NXT are going, I don't know. Just well, an idea. Well, we always talk about how this time of the year they usually phone it in. You know what I mean? Like Survivor yeah. Series through uh, you know the through February. They usually phone it in, and that's when, like, even as a fan, you can kind of not watch it and not you really miss anything, right? Yeah, because you know, but... you're not going to see anything major happen. I mean, I like the fact that at least titles are still being defended. Yeah. But nothing crazy will happen and probably in the next month or so. Now nah, I say that and something. Something nuts is going to happen. But so, it, this this year has been different. I mean, Survivor Series was excellent. You know, for it being its own standalone event and the way they built up to it, it was a lot of fun. Normally it's not that much fun. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This is one of the more exciting. Like, the card was just was. Just, uh, amazing. Alright, so Teak, what's been up with you, man? Um, nothing much, man. Yeah. Just All right. well, um, just working. Watching, watching some wrestling. Watching wrestling. Doing some holiday shopping. Cool, cool. Well, let's get into the put over. Let's get started with a little bit of non wrestling before we get into some wrestling talk. We did get a little we're bit ready. into it, but let's talk about it a little bit. I want to put over two things that are happening in the world. Um it's usually same kind of category for me, either a TV show, music, or something like that. Um, this time it's both. Uh, Netflix, Spike Lee's She's Gotta Have It 
is a great show that I recommend people check out. I'm about too into it. I really, really dig it. And uh, I'm going to keep watching. And if it gets bad, I'll let you know. But right now, I'm liking it. I don't know if any of you saw the original movie. I did. She's got to have it. Yeah. Or the, the new series. But Yeah, I haven't started watching the series yet. Movie's great. Classic. Um, definitely a conversation piece. And uh, show stand up. Show is the, the same way. Yeah. Um, the the new Mars guy is a little. I don't know if I really believe him yet. You know what I mean? He, I, I shouldn't get caught up in looks, but he looks nothing like Spike Lee's character, <laughs> and like it's weird. But yeah. I'll get into it though. Um, so I'm gonna give that an early thumbs up. And as that, far as music, I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off, but I mean that's an interesting concept to me that they've been doing with the way that they're kind of remaking movies now as a television show. They're doing that with War Games too coming yeah. up, and that's just that's real cool to me. I, I mean, think it's, it's cool. It's different, you know. It's, it is it's different, different than the average like remaking a movie, right? Where they're doing like, it with Lord of the Rings also. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you can flesh them out a lot further. Yeah. You know, go into some things that the movies never got yeah. to. Do different stories. Prequels are in between. It, it makes sense. Stuff, it makes it sense. Out, like you said. Yeah, like and there's probably more movies. money in it. You know, you got ads, you got all types of other things that can that can work in your favor to help you create a whole series rather than just a one one off flick that either bombs or right. does well. You right. know what I mean? Um so yeah. Um the next thing I want to put over since it's holiday time is Christmas music. Me, I'm all about Christmas music. Particularly there's one album that I play every Christmas. It is a Motown Christmas. That one, undoubtedly, my favorite. It's got Jackson 5, Stevie Wonder, and my favorite track of all time, Donny Hathaway's This Christmas, which I can't play due to legal rights. But that's go your favorite. Look it up. Yeah, that's my joint. What's your favorite Christmas music? Oh, man. I don't know. Lately, uh, I was telling you guys beforehand, I found out that there's a lot of songs by uh, Carla Thomas, who I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with, but I've, uh, the name at least, but a lot of the Christmas music that she made, I've, I'm familiar with. And then Stevie Wonder, man. I mm-hmm. mean, just so much of his music, I've realized, like not only the remakes of classic songs that he did, but like songs that are originals by him that are Christmas music. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They, they, like, there's a stuff. lot of good ones, and I don't think, I don't think of that when I think of Stevie Wonder of being like such a such a hit maker of Christmas music. That's true. Yeah, yeah my wife has been playing um, CeeLo's Christmas album. <laughs> oh, that? It's, oh, it's real I good. Know. Is it? He had yeah, that. I mean, it's just him redoing, you know, the Christmas songs. But yeah. I mean, he's got a great really voice. Good. So, and um, we were listening to that the other night when we were putting the tree up, and nice. I and then I played some California Raisins. <laughs> there <laughs> Christmas. <it is. laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Got it. Uh, old school with that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. Um, And I got to shout out probably my second favorite Christmas album of all time, which is Charlie Brown Christmas. I love Charlie. And uh, I'm even going to play a little bit of that in the background while we keep going. Cap, what are you putting over this week? Well, since you're talking about the holidays, I want to put over Christmas shopping online. Yes. Because I feel like not only is it a lifesaver, but I mean, I feel like websites and retailers like they got their acts together i remember trying a few years ago to, to go online and shop it was a nightmare i put stuff in my cart and then go back to like check out and it's gone, and it's gone. because they sold out of it or whatever <laughs> like none of that happened this year all of the stuff that was hard to find items was all available online and it was just an easy process i didn't set foot in the store this year and i've already received everything shipped to me everything came in you know like Fine. So you're done. I'm like, done. I've, I just need to. I just need to wrap and put it under the tree. And wow. I'm so done. I got. I thought of like white elephant parties. I thought of like relatives, kids that wow, I don't normally think of. you're going above and beyond. Right. Because I, I, I don't think of some people or some things until it's like the day before that I have yep. to go. You know. <laughs> did so, you do Black Friday, Cyber Monday? I did, I did Black Friday, but I started like 
at 10 o'clock on Wednesday before Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. they'd already put the stuff up that early. So it was, right. it was, that was it. It was a wrap. And, uh, you know, especially to be able to buy like my kids presents and have them come in a box and, and that's <laughs> sealed that she can't get into and find stuff. That's a big, that's a big plus. Yo, man, props to you for being ahead of the game on Christmas shopping. I haven't started at all. <laughs> Nothing. So, uh, I got to get on that real soon. Teak, what are you putting over this week? Um, we partly put it over already, but um, The Punisher, mm. I'm, I'm watching that now. So I know before we talked about it, I wasn't watching it yet. I still haven't started it yet. I think I I'm to. like five episodes in now. It's, it's real good. People it, are calling this best Marvel like series. What do you think? Are you feeling that so early on? Or I like the direction they took with it because Punisher is a hard story to get right. And it's mm-hmm. a hard story to bring to like a television or a movie because it's very... I don't know. It's there. It's been done before. Yeah. It's not that exciting because there's been a million movies like it in a way. The storyline, you know. Yeah. I mean? I mean, it's basically like Taken and every other every other like action thing. It's right. like, oh, you kill my family now. Well, I'm you know, go there's you, a it, you know? there's a lot going on in the plot of this though, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like his past and why his family got killed, and then these cops that are investigating him, and the dirty cops that are above them, and how they tie into Frank. And uh, like Afghanistan so and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. So like so the web is deep. There's, there's okay. yeah, it's a, it's a so deep it story. needs to be a show because it's like different episodes focusing on different plot lines of the story. Yeah. All right, uh, I can't wait to get into it. I'm just gonna say, uh, um, what's the opposite of putting over? I'm gonna bury Netflix just for a quick second because the app did not allow me to download Punisher. <laughs> I can download all these other shows, but I guess because Aww. it's brand new, yeah. they won't let me download it, so I can't watch it on the plane or when I'm traveling. So uh, I'm going to bury them just a little bit. Yeah. Well, I wanted to keep on the Christmas theme, and this isn't necessarily a put over, but I just wanted to ask you guys, what's your favorite um, holiday movie, like Christmas movie around this time? Mm. What's your go-to to put on? Well, I mean, if depending on if like the grands are around, if the old folks are around, <laughs> I can't. I, I got to do like um, Christmas Story, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But if it's just the young folks, then we got to watch Die Hard. Like, nice. Die Hard to me is always going to be a Christmas movie. You know, it takes place at Christmas. It is. You know, you got you got the Christmas spirit in there. Yep. Like, so MC Chris had that. Playing I was going to say, the, on, on <laughs> yo, the background shout last out night. to MC Chris. He actually had it running in the background, which I thought was was brilliant. It was hilarious because he said, in case you want to tune out to me rapping, right. take a look at Die Hard playing behind <laughs> me. And I never thought I would, but then I found myself staring at certain key scenes in the background because it's such a good movie. I'm glad he didn't have, like, captions. Right. Then, like, <laughs> that you would really, really be bad. watching those. Right. right, you would. What's uh, yours, man? I'd say mine is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, yeah. man. I mean, I felt like I, I like that became more of a favorite for me as I grew up and became Clark Griswold. You know, when you become the dad. <laughs> You start looking at it from his perspective a little more. Instead of him being a buffoon, you kind of get it a little more. You understand. Yeah, <laughs> you, you feel his plight. So I'm like, yeah, no, I, I love that movie. But, yeah, that's that's the one, like you said, that I can just put on. That, that could be, like, on repeat, and I uh, wouldn't wouldn't change it. But mostly mostly the songs in that get me instantly. Oh, and the, that, that opening song. The opening song, song. So good. Yeah, that's, that's my um, mom's favorite yeah. Christmas movie. That was the one. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say back in the day, the one they, they used to put on all the time. Yeah, well, since you said that was your mom's Christmas movie, that or um, Home Alone, they would they would wind up like it would be on TV yeah, a bunch. Home Alone, Home Alone used to be mine when I was younger. Mm. Um, now around the kids, it'll be um, Elf. They yeah, love Elf. Elf's yeah, good. Elf's good. 
especially I saw, you know, I saw a behind the scenes thing where they showed like how they did the forced perspective stuff. And, you know, it was no, uh, you know, no special effects. It was just, you know, Will oh, Ferrell right. sitting closer to the camera and other people <laughs> sitting farther away. Oh, wow. You know, and they did it like that. And it's, That's it's cool. cool. Like that they'd used old school camera tricks That's for that. It's cool to know. know that. And then I like um, Harold and Kumar's Christmas Carol. <laughs> I that's, haven't that's seen that. That's one of my favorite. Um, <laughs> I got to check that out. When I'm, I think I might have bought it one year, but I just never opened never it. Actually I, went and saw it <laughs> I went and saw it in theaters when it came out because it came out in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, 3D. And I'm like, man, it was not enough 3D in here for it to need 3D. <laughs> right, right. Most <laughs> movies are like that, though. It's not enough 3D for a movie. It's like some yet. 3D yeah. smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody throwing eggs. It's like right. some 3D a eggs. Snowball. Well, yeah. Right. But, right. And but it's super obvious that, that they put it in there just for that just purpose. For the too. 3D. Yeah. Right. But then, other than that, it's like, man, these glasses is hurting my eyes. Yeah, like, y'all, right. 3D technology <laughs> is not good yet. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Yo. when that movie came out. So right. Much Yo, rather watch they, it at home. When are they going to do 3D wrestling? <laughs> oh, no kidding, right? <laughs> or or something where like maybe not 3D but VR. Yeah. Oh, you man, put you on an Oculus wrestle. Yep. Yeah, you start you're gonna feeling be looking the, so... the mat shaking <laughs> right? and stuff right. like the ring. Oh. Or you could just be in the front row where if you look to your left and right, you're yeah. seeing like the crowd to your left and right and seeing That's other a stuff. Great idea. Oh, that'd be awesome. Vince. I can see that happening Vince, almost yeah. like um Kingsman. Yeah. You know how they were all sitting at the table mm-hmm. but they were holograms. Yeah. Totally. Like if you had the glasses instead of going to the arena where it's happening. You would just like it looks like you're there. You you'll yeah. be there, but you could sit and watch it at home. But just like you're yeah. watching the front row, That's I can see really that. Good idea. I can see that happening. It's crazy because I saw I've seen like trailers for shows and stuff that they filmed in that, so mm-hmm. that when you use the VR technology, you look like you're sitting in the room. There was a TBS show about people uh, like you know, like a therapy. It was like a comedy, and okay. they were in like a therapist office wow. uh, or group therapy, right? And uh-huh. when you were like when you're watching the trailer, you could actually like look up and left and right and down, and it was like you were in the room and you That's were sitting awesome. in one of the chairs. It's yeah, like the stuff they're doing. Is cool. We're yeah. probably not far away from that in wrestling. I think that'd be really dope, but yep. it'll, it'll probably stop people from going to live shows. Right. So <laughs> not not anytime soon. One thing I learned at a show the the hard way. Is that uh, Mr. McMahon does not like empty arenas? No. So um, that's one thing that that if if the arenas got empty, they would just not do shows. Yeah, <laughs> I think right. They would just not do. Yeah, it. but then they wouldn't have to. They can just have the shows at one location, and then everybody is able to VR. Sounds like a live studio. Exactly. Yep. Huh. Yep. To WWE watch studios. Hey, I was gonna say it could work for Impact. As Impact's long, already like on a that's movie true. lot. You it's know, on a movie as lot. long as the glasses got some. Some earpieces so yeah. that I can hear the. There you go. They gotta have you gotta announcers. Hear the announcers, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, man, could have two channels Impact where you got the announcers on one and then like just arena sound on the other. So yeah, you, you just there. flip it. Yeah, like the crowd. You know, yo, man, we, See, we we're on to something. We we're got on to something. We got money ideas. I don't know if anybody's listening and wants to uh, invest, but yeah, I know you know some people this at EA. Tell them don't. Tell them don't steal our stuff. Don't steal our idea. Just <laughs> partner us up. Yeah. <laughs> Cut us in. Uh, so yeah, let's let's talk about. Speaking of cutting in, <laughs> uh, Jason Jordan. Let's let's go around the table uh, and talk about the week in Jason Jordan. Um, so just based off what I'm remembering, uh, Jason Jordan interrupts uh, Kurt Angle making some matches several times during the show on Raw to uh, to make new matches happen. Um, he wants Roman. He wants Samoa Joe. He wants title shots. He wants things a lot. Um, what are what are what are they doing? <laughs> number one, and uh, and how are you responding? So uh, I'll start with our guest Cap. What are you? 
feel when you see this Jason Jordan stuff? Do you feel like you see where this is kind of trying to go, what they're trying to do, or um, what is, what's your reaction? What are you what are you feeling about? I Jason think Jordan? I think I see where they're going with it. I think it's a it's a subtle heel, mm-hmm. you know, thing where they they don't want to be too overt about it, but they definitely want you to dislike him. And I think that it's going to come to that that situation where they want to create a sense in in us where we don't want him to be Kurt Angle's son, <laughs> so that if they do go, which I think. I think a lot of people speculate and a lot of people feel that's the direction they're going to go is to reveal that he's not actually his son eventually. Uh, and if they do that, then I feel like there'll be a relief and excitement and a joy on the fans part that they don't have that connection and that it was a lie. And since you already dislike him up to that point, it'll just like be instant red hot white heat almost. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like white hot heat. So is this then leading to a Jordan versus Angle match, you think? Yes, it could. Uh, I think in general, though, Jason Jordan needed something, you yeah. know, and like to be that athletic guy that will do anything to win, you know, and just be that ultimate cheater type where you would go <laughs> so far and so low as to pretend you're some guy's kid in order to get advantages in the company that you work for, then that's mm. pretty despicable. You know what I mean? And so it's going to put him in a, in a real good heel position if, you know, and I don't know. It, I think it could work. I think he was kind of, kind of boring, you know, on his mm. own. And I think that even... American Alpha got boring. Yeah. I think that they lost the character that they had when they were in NXT of being like, you know, basically a lot of like what, you know, Chad Gable is with Shelton Benjamin now. Mm-hmm. But I think they see that more as being like him starstruck around Shelton Benjamin and all of that. Whereas NXT created that same kind of character between the two of them. Right. Um, but yeah, Shelton Benjamin, or I mean, excuse me, uh, Jason Jordan outside of that doesn't really have much character. So like, I, I hope that that's where they're going with it. I mean, to do this and to have him just continue to be like, Kurt's annoying son. <laughs> I don't think that's a good direction to go at all. Right. You know? Um. I didn't think about that. Like the idea of like the secret coming out that he faked this whole thing. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That would I think would be the ultimate perfect payoff for this. Like you build this guy up, and you know the crowd was I think already rejecting it before they even started making the subtle turns. But now I think like it's rolling in the right direction. Um, he's just getting a whole lot of TV time. And I, I just realized that. I was like, man, he's getting a lot of time on screen and in the ring and next to, like, the big guys, which yeah, is Yeah, well, I think because um, once the heel turn happens, like, I think he's going to be a contender yeah. when the heel turn happens. So they still have to big him up. Um, also, um, he's going to be in this, like, triple threat thing to take the fall, obviously. So I feel like this is going to be like a way for Roman to give Samoa Joe the title without one of them having to lose or right. winning. Oh, you feel yeah, like Roman loses it to Yeah, because I feel Joe. like Roman is going to go back up to they're going to put him back up in the in the main title picture. Yeah. Especially with Finn, I mean with the rumors of Finn, you know, not fighting Brock and mm. all that. How many people, how many main event universal title people do they have right now? If you take taking Finn out the picture because you've got Braun fighting Kane. Yeah. Like yeah. every week. And, <laughs> and Brock's not fighting anybody right now. Or anybody coming after him. Yeah, they're not even talking about Brock right now. I feel like this is a time where, I mean, who knows? What's the next pay-per-view with Raw? It's, um, it's not going to be until after Rumble. They, Our, they don't have a December one? No. The December okay. one is Clash of... Question. Ah, so it's just a SmackDown one this yep. month. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so now they're just kind of biding time. Yeah. And Right, so that's why I feel like the main focus is going to be um, 
Reigns and Samoa Joe. Yeah, that makes sense. And then um, Samoa know. Joe deserves a title. He can get that. He can get the Intercontinental title, and then Roman can move back up. He absolutely deserves it. And to to what mm-hmm. you were saying too, I, I think something I thought of while you were, were talking about Roman is that you know one one of the things that really annoyed us about John Cena and Roman Reigns at times when they were a face, but people booed them was yeah. being on TV a whole bunch. So it makes yeah. me wonder if they kind of have a grasp of that formula of annoying people with mm-hmm. a lot of TV time with someone that doesn't deserve it, and yeah. they're doing that to Jason Jordan to once again just you know put you in a position of. of Dislike some heat, yeah. yeah it makes you annoy him. Yeah, now he's more of this him. guy. Yeah, this yeah. Guy again? It's like you can't, you can't say okay, he can't wrestle because he right, can because they had right. a good match. You know right. what I mean? But he has good matches. It's just the fact that now you can just basically by calling him a green kid yep. who's who doesn't deserve to be there, right? This much, and he's, he's and, he, well, also, and his daddy. also he's playing the whiny, you know, kid, kid role already. Yeah. Son, yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, so um, let's talk about the uh, the new woman factions on both shows, Absolution and Riot Squad. I had not had a chance to talk to y'all about this. Um, are they just like running out of ideas? Why are they running the same angle on two different shows? <laughs> well, you and me people. talked about it a little bit off mic, yeah, one day, and we were talking about. Women's Royal Rumble, I so like I think that they're adding a lot of a lot of women, right? But so why do the Royal Rumble that they can have a women's Royal on Rumble? Both shows. Here, here's what I thought of: is like this almost to me shows that the two shows are being like booked and written differently mm. because it's almost like they didn't know what the other show was doing. Yeah, there's too fair. much similarity between these two groups. It it ins- it drives me insane. It drives it's, me insane. It's crazy. It's to the point where it's like if you want people to recognize and know these women's names right. how are you running the same gimmick on two shows like this makes it even harder and yeah, I but thought- it would be a good payoff if eventually they had to fight each other which if they had a women's royal rumble with women from both sides they and that team end up in there and that team head. end up in there yep. you three, can have a three on three yeah, matchup you can have a head-to-head moment like oh this is what the two yep. sides were okay. building to. They, they do love to do that classic marvel yeah, uh, you know, yeah. like it's the like face those off. guys face on that's the face off on both sides. You know, that's but true. but I will say, like, I I feel I feel like that was it. Like, I feel like the edict to both shows was, hey, we want to get as many women up as possible. You guys are getting these three women. You're getting these three women. Do what you want with them. And both teams had the same idea. <laughs> of like, like, let's shield it up. All right, you know, yeah, like that yeah, kind of people thing. like we, groups of three who yeah. beat people down. Yeah. Well, we just had the women's money in the bank. So why? Yes. What what makes you think we won't have a women's Royal Rumble? Oh no, I think I think people are. I feel like like the people in the know just feel like they haven't heard anything about that, and they feel like they would have, so they're denying that. But it seems like that's totally the direction they're I going. I can see that we happening. have a two hundred five Royal Rumble every night. Yep, they, right. just throw, they just throw all those guys in the well, ring. Well, we have we have a women's Royal pretty Rumble pretty in. much every week too, right? It's I like mean, it's fatal always, four way, yep. six pack man. Like, yep. okay. oh, we're gonna we're, right. we're gonna have all the women at Clash of Titans. I mean, Clash of Clash of Titans, Clash of Champions, Clash of Champions. <laughs> yeah, y'all need to change that name. I like Clash of Titans better. Um, <laughs> they should do that because they made it a lumberjack match. Yeah, so right. we're still gonna get all the women. Uh, well, make sure y'all. Do they all call get it Lumber te- Jill? Lumber or is it? No, 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 they don't do that anymore. They gotta do that. Well, I say I'll say this much. You know, what makes me laugh is how much I like Absolution and how much I hate the Riot Squad. Like I hate the right, Riot Squad, right. and it's it's funny because I'm I'm like if the Riot Squad would have been on Raw and Absolution would have been on SmackDown, would I feel the opposite? Because do I just literally feel that way because they're the second group that came along and I yeah, feel like they're the second yeah. and and Paige is in the in Absolution, right. so that right. helps. You got some familiarity. Well, and Absolution, no, but that helps it look like the other one too. I feel like that's why you're like, oh, it's just a knockoff. They look Absolution like, because the leader is Paige. They look 
alike. Leo. <laughs> they look alike, and they got the blonde, and then the brunette, and it's, everything. Yeah, you know? it's, it's too similar, man. Like I, w- I wanna, I want these women to all stand on their own and right. be successful. But like, it's just a mishmash of, of stuff. Well, I even like Absolution's connection about Paige being the coach in the season of Tough Enough that both of the women were on. Yeah. They have that connection of mentor mentee, them being that lackeys looking up to somebody. The other group, why would why would the other two all of a sudden they don't really like, have a reason? You know, did the Riot Squad jump somebody on Tuesday again? No, they were just there. I think, oh, and Sarah Logan said some ridiculous, like, country phrases, like, you know, um, you're, you're going to be as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs, something See, like that. See, if they were going to yeah, be the riot no, squad, no. I would just want them to be beating people up every week. Right. Like, wait to tell us what the storyline is and just have them attacking people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, backstage. I'm they do don't even have something. to come to the ring or anything. Yeah. Just hang around backstage for a little while. A couple we're, weeks jumping people. We're matching gear. You know, yeah, something, the female just something shield. different. You <laughs> they know could, they I mean? could do like, something different. Um, one thing they did, um, Absolution did this week, is they, they jumped on Alicia Fox, but they let uh, Asuka go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was interesting. Where do you guys see that going? Are they, do you think they're going to try a situation where they try to recruit her and then that doesn't work? Or are they afraid of her? Like, how do, Where do you see that going? Do you like how they played, how they let Paige not fight? Alicia Fox, since we know, like, they've had photos out with each other and stuff like that. Oh, uh, because they're friends. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're friends in real life. Because when she got hired back to WWE or when she was coming back. It was the first person that yeah, we saw pictures that of. That was the picture that came out. Yeah. And they were like, that's why they didn't put her out sooner. Because, because she kind of, like, ruined a surprise. Well, at least it made sense, too. I mean, that, that I like the fact that they bring in real. You she know, had, that she addressed it. Like, yeah. oh, you're my friend. And this is. Yeah, but you know, how are you going to be down. your friend and stand back and watch your friend get beat up by two people? <laughs> So, I don't like, know. Yeah. You're not good enough to be in the like group, and business. I'm not going to beat you up. Yeah, like, yeah. Tactics. It's just business. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> I, did like, I did like the Oscar thing, though. I like the fact that it brings me to that feeling of, like, are they trying to recruit her? Are they trying to beat her up? It reminds me of, like, NWO and Sting and such. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of subtle feeling, and I yeah. like it. I like the fact that they're doing stuff with women's wrestling that doesn't make me think of it as being women's wrestling. It just makes me think of it as being just a story. Wrestling. You know, just I like it, and that's uh, that's good. Asuka, though, you know, I love everything they've done with her. I remember when people were ready to wrap her career up <laughs> because they started her off in that, you know, that rivalry with Emma. Yeah. And, like, where we're at now is exactly where she should have been at the first this place. Is, yeah, this, she's in the right spot now. She's um, having dominant matches. I've, some of the stuff has been looking kind of sloppy, I yeah. feel like. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if it's like the people ain't on her level. No, um, not, it's exactly are, it is. Are like exactly. you were like we were saying about Shinsuke having to like rail them back a little bit, nah. but like at least the matches she had with Emma was good. Right, they the, weren't squash matches, right. but they matches. were good. But well, and the squash you, ma- squash matches have been all right. But that match you're right about with, with Alicia that was really bad. But I I, I almost want to put it on Foxy. And then know? um, yeah. I was gonna ask you guys if you heard about the um the rumors of Ronda Rousey versus um Oscar. Mm. That'd be interesting. I, I've I've seen some I've seen some posts about it, and the comments are all like, "No, keep Ronda Rousey away." Like it's so funny how in a year or two, like her stock has dropped so much yeah. that like it's not like with Mike Tyson when he came to WWE, like he had lost, he had, but he he lost and still was an animal. You know what I mean? He bit Holyfield's ear off. You know, Man, her stock Ronda Rousey. Drop. That's nah. just, it's just online. Let her come. Her, she's still gonna pop. That no, kick, no, you're, you're <laughs> that right. kick to the head, it killed killed her momentum. Like her, mentally, she's not even the same competitor. So it's like, I don't know. I don't. UFC fans pop, ain't though. even wrestling it. fans. It's not gonna hurt her like that. <laughs> 
it's 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 that's a good how point. Brock it, can come back and still be an animal after he got beat up in the UFC. You're right because it's not when, the same people it's watching. Not the same fans. Well, and you're when right. Brock came back, I remember that there was a concern of mine of the same thing. Like it's that concern of like you're you're selling low now. You know, yeah. you should have sold high when you were still a big name and a tough guy, and huh. then you could have left on top. And then when you come to WWE, then you're just a tough guy forever because it's fabricated. So it's do you bring Ronda in and have her beat Oscar, and she's the only one who's beat Oscar? Nah. Up to her, she can't beat Oscar. Up to her undefeated streak. Well, and what's crazy is, is that because she's coming, I've heard a lot of rumors about Ronda. You know, uh-huh. um, that I've heard the whole four horsewoman thing, where she's going to be there with Shayna and the other girls, uh, yeah. and that they're going to do that. Um, huh. I don't know if the four horsewomen, as we know it from UFC, are ever going to be together because I, I don't know if they're all going to be competitors again. Yeah, I don't um, know. Marina Shafir, that married Roderick Strong, she seems to be like. You know, motherhood. Yeah, I think doing she's kind of good, right? Yeah, like, and that's 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 understandable, you know. But at the same time, too, if they want to do this four horsewomen thing, it does kind of take four women. You, you to need be four. Together. You can't you just plug somebody in. You need right. all of them. Uh, so it, it, I think it's all or nothing. And if they can't get them all, I don't think they'll do it. Uh, but they've been they've been teasing it a lot. You know, yeah. Ronda's showing up at events. It's happening. Hey. A lot of the girls are showing up. Let me let me name drop my experience because I actually got to talk to Rhonda at Bola ah. uh, and, and, uh, for PWG's Bola, and she was there. She was enjoying every minute of it, yeah. and I had a joke with her where I asked her. I was like, so how long until we see you in one of these rings? And her response to me was, like, adorable. Her response was like, what? Huh? Me? What? No, I, I don't know what you're talking about, and right. uh, it was very. Perfect. It made me laugh a lot because it was she's, exactly what she's I was coming. She's smartened up. Yep. She's, yeah, she knows what's up. Better question: Does Oscar lose before she wins the champion? No, no, nah. She's got to stay undefeated, I especially think. if they're they're declaring her still is undefeated. You know, yeah, they they're, are. they're still saying the, it. So you know, which is which is right because she just she, she just didn't gave lose. up the belt. She didn't lose, right? So it's just a countdown for her to her getting it. I think, and I mean. She hasn't even begun a program or anywhere I know, near. She's Alexa. not fighting anybody so, important. She fought Dana Brooke a few yeah, times. Yeah, she's just knocking off the, the lower tier. So I think she's going to work her way up slowly before they put her in with like a Sasha or Bailey or Alexa or yep. Naya. You know what I mean? She's got a lot of people to go through. Yeah, like I was saying, I think because of like the sloppiness and stuff that I've seen, and not saying she's a sloppy wrestler, but we were talking before about just how the NXT style and the WWE. E style is different. Yeah, it's different. Way like they different. make they let them go all Those out in NXT yeah. full speed. And yeah. now you up here with um like veterans basically who mm-hmm. don't want to take those shots. Yeah. Or who don't want to And they're like, know. we have to do this four or five times a week. Like chill out. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. <laughs> That's usually what it is. Come on, man. Don't kick me in the head yeah. hard when <laughs> Look, I'm doing this every day. You don't need to impress anybody anymore. You're no, here. You're already. here. Okay, you, you're good. You Stop. made it. Chill out. Yeah. So yeah, so they might be um just feeding her lower tier I feel so, like once she gets yeah. the belt, that they did the same thing with Braun it's it's gonna be they did and Naya uh, she's gonna have it forever so I mean the when they get the belt on her that's like it I oh yeah like it's for, gonna be a long like long a year reign. maybe two years it's gotta be a Who long knows? run you know she's gonna I mean? be the Brock of, of the women's right. division so so she's got plenty of time to get there because they're going to lead up to Oscar versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yes, that's, that's where we're yes, going. That's what I want to see at WrestleMania 2020. Yes. <laughs> I would love to see in that. a cage. All right. So my favorite part, <laughs> my favorite part of Raw, I think, um, was the birth of Woken Matt Hardy and uh, him and Bray's uh, back and forth segment. Um, I was extremely entertained by this. I wanted to go around the table, see what you guys thought. 
it was great to see Matt Hardy back in character. This yes. is like this was the the greatest gimmick in wrestling a year and a half ago. Yes. And um and now it's back in the WWE ring and I got excited about it. So the question is, I thought crowd wouldn't care, but crowd obviously cared. They were going nuts. They're live and I was going nuts a little bit inside. So do you think that this um I guess the where do you see this program going with Bray and uh are you liking Woken Matt now? Is it too late? Should they have done this earlier? No, I think that you and I spoke about this and I just feel mm-hmm. like it's it made us want it that much more. It made mm-hmm. us think we weren't going to see it that much more. Like if he would have come in right away and been doing it, who knows, it might have fizzled out quickly. People might have might gotten, be over by now. Might yeah. have been over by now. I mean, the way that TNA did it, the whole broken mat thing for a lot of people that didn't, you know, experience it, it was a long time. Long like process. he was being kind of a lot of aspects of it before he was crazy because he was just a jerk uh, heel as the champion. Mm-hmm. He was bringing in Maxwell to the ring. He had uh, uh, Brodus Clay with him as like his heavy, and he was bringing baby out in a baby carry. You know, he'd carry the baby in like a baby bjorn yeah. in the front, and Rebby would come out with him. So there was a lot of aspects that it were born in the fact that he was just being this jerk that brought his family to the ring, and then he went crazy, and mm-hmm. then the crazy really brought like everything together. Yeah, I love the fact that we saw it. I'm excited for it. I think that he really has hit a, a, a gold mine with that character. And I think it's ridiculous that WWE took this long. I'm sure that there were legal reasons and all of that. I feel like to there get had through. to be. Oh yeah. It was the, the impact stuff because yeah. they had recently came out and I had read some stuff that they said. Now they're letting, um, like everybody is controlling their own character or whatever. Like, so if the contracts is everybody in control of their own character, then Matt has control of right. Mm. His well, character now. Impact's being run differently, and it's it. They're doing good things, in my opinion, with it, and they're changing it, making it a different product than mm-hmm. you know WWE. They're make they're giving you a different wrestling product, but like, I, I think that them moving away from that is is good for them because it, it makes them at least look a little bit better because everybody wanted Broken Matt to be free in WWE. <laughs> right. I was just glad that we saw like him. He was wearing the robe. Yeah. He was doing every bit of it. We've just been teased with it ever since he came out at WrestleMania and did the delete did motion. The yeah. You know, it was it was never uh, I don't know, it was never guaranteed that we were gonna see it. So I'm just excited to see it. I'm one of the one it. of the things that I feel like WWE is good at is when they're painted into a corner, um, knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Like what with all the stuff that happened with Survivor Series and everything like that. Um, we saw that. So with Matt Hardy, like, and being tied into, like, the impact and things like that, not being able to use the gimmick, they did what they had to do. They went to um, Team Extreme, yeah. and they did that, got the nostalgia stuff going on or whatever. But I feel like it benefited them because um, the WWE fans, as I often say, are, like, casual fans, the ones who actually go to the shows and things like that. They don't necessarily know about the broken universe or what Matt Hardy was doing at that time. Mm -hmm. So it actually got them time to smarten up to what the character is Mm. and watch old stuff and find out about him so that once he did do it, it was a payoff for them also. That's true. And now they can explain it, you know, as it as it happens, they can have it gradually happen. But if it happened on day one, they'd be like, well, they would have to use they'd have to reference TNA. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, well, what happened was and he got beat down a few times. You know what I mean? (laughs) They'd have to start talking about TNA stuff, which they were not going to. Well, and see, I knew they weren't ever going to take if they did it as much time as TNA did, because TNA wasn't deliberately getting to that point. 
It was yeah. just Matt Hardy changing his character oh, yeah. as he went along, right? But, yeah. you know, like Teak said, I don't think a lot of people would have known what it was right away. And so mm-hmm. to see him kind of at least have some transformation is it's it's beneficial to the audience because they know now at least that he was normal at one point <laughs> in WWE and now he's crazy. Right. I just think that they don't really care as much about the transformation. Mm-hmm. I was always invested in that and I always felt like, you know, I, I feel like you seeing broken Matt without seeing anything of what he went through to get there is like watching the last like 10 minutes of a movie. Like there was so yeah. much there that developed to get to that point that made that character so so fulfilling as a fan to watch and to see him be crazy. The whole fight with, with Jeff where they hated mm-hmm. each other and then eventually he turned him into also being broken and right. his brother Nero and all that, that you know? Great. Like, yeah, there's a lot to it, but I, it doesn't really matter. Because yeah, but it's, you know, that's like, that's like the prequel now. Right. Like now, now we know that that already happened now, yeah. so now he gets to just have a story. That's true. He's got a story arc now that mm-hmm. he's about to have with Bray. I so. was thinking, you know, maybe eventually this could lead to Matt and Bray teaming up in some way and becoming some new duo, which I think could be interesting. It could be. Because they both got really great characters. Well, and Bray really needs something else. And he needs something. He needs something else. And just, But the way that they did this promo, come on. I mean, the, the spot where Bray's laughing and then they cut oh, into Matt man. laughing. Yes. I, I've never enjoyed something so, <laughs> so much. You guys want to see Bray dressing like Matt? <laughs> Maybe I mean with the little streak and his dreads. I would have no, never just with like the robe and or the. Yeah, yeah, I would have never thought I wanted to see Jeff doing that. I remember when he first yeah. gave in. I I was waiting, like I was waiting as a fan. I was like, okay, this has to be a ploy, and Jeff's really <laughs> right. just pretending like, yeah. and he just never did. But he no, was just brainwashed, was and he was just brother Nero. Now and that's it. You know, it was so yeah. Crazy. So I'm saying like. He Bray, breaks why are you Bray, coming Bray? over? Yeah, <laughs> get some, get some to come over to his side, like Broken you were saying. Bray. Broken so then Bray. we have, so then we have a, um, a Bray who's a face. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, I could see that. Good I mean, pe- the crowd wants to love Bray anyway. Yeah, no, you're right. The only thing I think about it is that I think WWE is going to keep it as a comedy gimmick, and I don't really think it should necessarily be tied just to being that. You know, yeah, especially people were since saying it that went. Vince isn't gonna, isn't that invested in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard, I I heard though that, and then I, what I heard or read somewhere mm-hmm. was that the the reaction and everything makes probably made him change his mind about it. But he could be, but he's excited about Matt now, uh, and I think that you're right. I think the thing is, is they probably weren't expecting the crowd to react the way they did, especially at the end when he said that you know he was going to subject Bray to deletion, to deletion, and the crowd went nuts. And they were going crazy. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna play a little bit of it. You left me with no choice. I sent you to. Listen to that pop. That's money. That's money. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> yeah, man. This is gonna be. <laughs> I, I hope this is good because I mean I'm a Bray fan and. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Rand about and Bray needs something. <laughs> yeah, Bray does need something, and like we got yeah, the these, speaking of, we got the Bludgeon Brothers taking off on the other side. So like we're at a point now where like his homies could become more over than him at at any moment now. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, we need something new from Bray. Um, oh, let's talk SmackDown. Um, so we got a, a little bit of a never ending saga happening with uh with KO and Sammy versus the McMahon family. Um, 
maybe because I missed last week and I was catching up, I was like, okay. But here's something that I'm tired of on SmackDown. And um, Shane McMahon? Well, <laughs> Shane McMahon is one. I talked about that before. Super Shane is, is an issue that I've had for a while. We don't need Shane, you know, hanging with real athletes. But <laughs> Randy Orton, man, like, I don't care anymore. No. <laughs> like, yo. Nobody yo, cares. I don't care anymore. But again, like we said. He has nowhere to the, fit in right now. The smartened up guys like us and the people who are there in the audience are two different groups of people. Yep. And so when well, they, they mention Randy, Randy Orton, they go crazy. Yeah. Um, I know. I was there at SummerSlam, and I talked to their merch- merchandise guy, and I asked him, hey, how do you decide what merch goes out? He's like, it's easy. Money. And I was like, really? There's three Randy Orton shirts out here. And he's like, yeah, because they sell the best. <laughs> and I was like, really? What? Yeah, that's nuts. I could not believe it. It's that's like, because, because the fans love our RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. That is over big time. And <laughs> yeah. I, I love the RKO they did. Great camera work on the one they did uh, this past SmackDown with, with Kevin Owens in the middle of the ring because I didn't know it was happening. Like, yeah. great, great tight yeah, yeah. camera shot. So you couldn't tell. I'm telling you, but like, look I don't at this care guy. about He's got Randy the pose anymore. when he comes to the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's over. Uh-huh. His little draping DDT on the ropes is over. The RKO is over, and now it's like back body drop on the on the tables. Yeah, outside oh, yeah. that yep. he that's does. His, that's that's his, that's like this guy has signature. <laughs> He's got signature moves. After yep. signature, and that's after the thing. Signature. I love his move set. Right. I do. Like I don't know what it is now. I feel like I get the impression, and maybe this is just me looking way too much into it. That he doesn't care. You know what I mean? I don't get enough emotion out of him in the ring or in promos. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm going to just pose and get this money. Yep. Like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like he's just showing up for a paycheck. And they don't again, have him in is... any exciting few right now is what I feel like. And, and then, like, you have him teaming with Nakamura, who you were just feuding with. Yeah. And it's like. But they're their two top faces. Yeah, but that's there's, the thing. But is... there's nothing between them. Like, they don't have no. They no have, leftover heat between really each no, other, yeah. but they also don't seem to have no friendship, like chemistry right. or friendship. Well, no, so, that's what it, that's what they're trying to drive home, especially this week, was that they have like a mutual respect for each other, and that's why Nakamura came out to save him. But yeah, no, I don't care. I don't I, care. I, I don't care about Randy. I, I, I don't care. Right, and I don't care about Nakamura being, oh, especially yeah, being tied tough. to Randy. Don't say that like, too loud on the internet. No, man, yeah, no, but. Uh, <laughs> Definitely don't tweet that. You might get uh, blasted forever. No, but, but he's right, though. But it's That's... true. Like, they're really not doing enough with him. Like, yeah. I don't know what they could do right now for Randy to make me care. because. But it's literally like, oh, yeah, we're going to put you in a match against Randy Orton. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Randy Orton and Big Nakamura deal. are tied to a story right now that doesn't have anything to do with them. Well, right. They're just stand-ins, which is not helping Kevin them. Owens said it during this promo. Like, how is now – uh, Randy Orton, the McMahon like lapdog, where it's like I'm gonna sick Randy Orton on you because you made me mad. Right. This is stupid. Like he has no beef right. anymore with these guys. At least when Kurt Angle sends Braun <laughs> out there after someone, you feel like that's a punishment. You're that like, oh, punishment. you messed up now. Right. You know, right. Like, they need. The see, man, I always say this. SmackDown needs a monster. Yeah. So maybe if I don't know, Braun can like demolish Kane somehow. Bring up put Lars. him in a building and blow him up. Bring and Lars then have up him appear. Oh yeah, yeah or yeah. <laughs> Lars could come up. Yeah. Um, Galloway. Some. I mean, we just need a big dude. Yeah, that can. But do yeah, because like this story, this story is all about will or won't um, Shane get betrayed by 
Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Like, that's what this story is about. To a degree. It's also, like, I feel like what we're seeing is Shane's descent into madness, into becoming Vince. Yeah. Right? It's the whole apple doesn't fall far from the tree thing. And right now what we're seeing is is him start to go crazy over one of his employees driving yeah. him insane the this, same way Stone Cold Steve Austin drove his father insane. Yeah, and it's like the reverse. But then you have it's the reverse of uh, Daniel you know, Bryan didn't McMahon. fired him last week right. when he when Shane thought he was. And it's like every time Shane is telling him like something, Daniel Bryan isn't replying. He's just standing there looking yeah. like, okay. Looking insane. And then, and then we don't know what's going to happen, but we know what's going to happen. He's going to do the opposite. Right. So, no, so Shane has to then turn into Vince. He has to fire Daniel Bryan. He has to like really like become a bad guy. Yeah, become yeah, do monstrous things. Yeah, and, he has to like fire him or humiliate Daniel Bryan. Just let this feud consume and, him, and like, and then move into become Vince. And Before I mean, that happens, I'm, okay I'm sure it. what we're gonna get is a Daniel Bryan Shane McMahon match. Yeah, that might be WrestleMania. Who knows? Yeah, I, I'm for, all, as for long control. as it means Daniel Bryan wrestles, I don't care. I just want to see it again. I'm all right with it. Yeah, right. You know. But I think I think that's like the overall like storyline of WWE <laughs> is that the, the the McMahon family is insane. Yeah, <laughs> that has been the story show, for since right? 1997. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's I like what we it. We said when Triple H came back and <laughs> and Stephanie, it's like okay, we're gonna get a we're about to get this storyline again. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, so we get, uh, oh, yeah, so at the end of the show, they cut to a backstage area. Daniel Bryan and Shane are watching everything unfold. Daniel asks Shane if this means that the punishing of Sammy and Kevin comes to a close. McMahon says, not even close. Then they announce that he will make a special referee for the tag team match. Who? Me. (laughs) Shane is a special referee. But if Sammy and KO lose, you're fired. So um, they're really dragging on this firing thing. I, I don't see it happening. Or maybe they'll fire him and Daniel will secretly rehire them and then he'll get fired. Something like that I feel like is happening. But, like, I don't, I'm kind of losing interest. Like, I feel like yeah. this will they or won't they stuff is there's really not enough finality to it. So I feel the like. The story I heard from the interwebs was that um, Shane McMahon is going to take a bump. And then Daniel Bryan is going to have to come out and be the referee. So that's mm. going to cause Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to win. And then that'll be put Daniel uh, Bryan on their side, essentially. To well, then it'll be like, uh, Shane it'll be like was Daniel Bryan helping them or was Daniel Bryan just doing his job? Right, right. Oh, that's a good point. I want to also put over my one of my favorite things I saw is the team of Rusev and Aiden English. It's Rusev Day. It's always Rusev Day. Every day is Rusev Day. One, they got a Rusev Day Day shirt, shirt, (laughs) which I think I need to buy. Two, they pinned the New Day. Clean. Clean. So uh, what do you think? Is this time for a push? Like, is this team, are they a threat to win the titles? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about this, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Why put them in this match? I mean, is it because we don't want to see – well, not that we don't want to see, but that we've overdone Usos New Day, so we got to just crowd it with some other people to make well, it different. They've overdone, yeah. The the they need some new tag teams, and I mean SmackDown is very good about that. You know, they just lost Mojo and Zach, and so oh, they kind of have I'm to really replace sad about that. them. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> a huge loss. It'd be like telling me the Ascension broke up. You know, <laughs> but I, at the same time too, the Ascension's actually had some entertainment value as doing the thing that they're doing with Tyler Breeze and, and Which Fandango. Is why. 
Rusev and Aiden English got added to the match. Yeah. I mean, they got added to the match, like I told you. I feel like they're going to take the fall. They got to take that right. pen. In the match. But also, they've, but they they've gained. New day. Like, do you waste that and yeah. have them just get jobbed out? It's weird, though, because doing just winning that match suddenly made them a relevant tag team. That's how fast it happened. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, I, I think in but some But they were cases, already relevant. They just weren't winning. No, and yeah. right yeah, now, yeah, right winning. now, <laughs> But right now we're in this weird climate that everybody is saying that the winning and losing of the matches don't matter. It doesn't. So we're more focused on the story. And when Aiden English and Rusev come out and sing and do their, do their thing, the crowd is entertained. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're just throwing them in there for entertainment value also to lose the, the match. Well, I mean, it's a really stupid thing when you think about it. And it's just brilliantly done. It's this, it, like, I, I put it right up there with Daniel Bryan's yes and no chance because <laughs> it's it's a simple, stupid thing that you wouldn't expect to take on the life that it's taken on. But everybody's talking about Rusev Day. There's memes all over the internet. It's, there's T-shirts. There's all sorts big. of stuff. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it's one of the I mean, biggest things in WWE. There's a shirt now. Like, well, we got to support the shirt. We like, I, like I always say also, because I'm a fan of Rusev. Yeah, And too. that guy's funny outside of the ring so funny yeah and and he pushes it he says it and he used like it's his it's his tagline right. now he tweets it he when he's he, on snapchat he when over, he's man. on instagram he got it over he, he talks about it so he reminds me a lot of biggie and the fact that like they had they had biggie doing one thing on tv but then when you watched his snapchat and his instagram he was hilarious and right. so then eventually they let him be that on tv which he is now and it's a huge everybody loves biggie and he's a right. huge he's over with everyone you know and it's the same thing with rusev you just saw right. glimpses of rusev being hilarious and in, in, in like on up up down down and stuff like oh, that yeah. you know Great. i'm just thoroughly surprised that they attached aiden english to him yeah that was that's a, that's one of those things that we're gonna down. bring you. Be- we're Rhino, gonna bring you but... up. That's like Rhino and um, Slater. He's Slater. Yeah. Slater. That it worked, but like, it's random. You don't expect it to, yet somehow yeah, it did. It worked. Um, wow. I mean, that makes me feel bad for Simon Gotch. I feel like every time I see eight yeah. English on TV, I'm like, wow. They the Vaude villains couldn't get on TV. Yeah, like they just could not. And, and they then were as so... soon as Gotch is gone. English is on TV every week. They yeah, but Aiden so, English was getting beat up at first. But he was on TV. Yeah, he was. <laughs> like, they, they wouldn't even give a boy villains a match. They were so over in they NXT, too. They were so too. over. Yeah, you know, like, I love them. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> we, we talk about it every week, and I guess we can get your take on it before we get out of here. Um, getting over in NXT doesn't always equal getting over on Raw or SmackDown. No. Do you think that it's kind of a curse? Do you feel like maybe Vince or top guys look at the reaction they get on NXT and say, "Oh no, nah, we're we're gonna stop this. We're gonna put them on into a weird situation mm-hmm. and see how they get out of it." Like Bobby Roode, for example, I look at what he's doing, and I have no idea why they put Ziggler into this match. I thought it was finally time for Bobby Roode to move on to something. Move else. on, yeah. And they just attach Ziggler to it, and um, and it seems like Ziggler's kind of like the developmental guy. Like they put him with yep. the with the guys when they come up. Nakamura. They know Rude. he can work. Yeah. He can make anything look painful. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he'll work. So uh, maybe they put puts him with these two guys because they're, you know, whatever. Their their chemistry could be a little weird. But do you feel like the NXT thing is a curse? I think that NXT they need to change their mindset with it. I think mm. NXT needs to be their indie promotion. Mm. Their indie promotion. That's where they need to have these guys like you want to have two oh five live as your other show don't like have those guys just be part of NXT have NXT mm. be the show where like guys like you know uh Cassius Ono and stuff 
you know, can dominate and, and stay for a while mm-hmm. where, versus putting up to the main roster and having them be like a mid-carder for a while and then see if they make it to the whatever. If NXT had a little bit more prestige, which I think it's gained. I think a lot of people think of NXT as being one of WWE's best shows. Yeah. I think they should stop using it so much as developmental and then yeah. start, you know, because it's a fine show for you to put new people on. But one of the things I've always said about NXT is, is it takes away a lot of the excitement from the main roster because you never truly get to see a debut anymore. AJ Styles yeah. was the only He's one the I can think one. of that, that had an actual debut. Up. Right. So, yeah, I can't so, think of anybody else who did that. Right. So with NXT, so. it takes a little bit out of the steam, out of the surprise of signing people that are, you know, like if you brought Okada in, does Okada need to go through NXT? Absolutely no. not, right? No. <laughs> but if no. they did that, it would completely take the steam out of like having him randomly show up in the Royal Rumble or something like that. Uh, I'm just saying yeah. as an example. Well, in order know? for them to do that, and also they might be leading up to doing that with, to, I mean, NXT going to Wednesdays on USA. Right. If this is more than just next week because next week is like WWE week. Right, right. holiday the, week or whatever. Yeah, with yeah. like salute the troops on Thursday. So they got Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday locked oh, so up. It's, it's not official that this is a everyday thing. This well, is we, just like well, for now a one-time thing. Yeah, just but, if it, it. but if it does good, who's to say that they won't move? Right. Mm-hmm. Like Because I don't feel like enough people watch NXT on the network. I miss it. I miss it a lot. I miss it a lot. And the thing I've been is, the takeovers when you can watch, watch when you can watch that whenever, like, oh, I can just go back and watch it. On but Hulu or you know, no, on, or on, on the, the network. network. Yeah. But you know, with the Raw and the SmackDown, you can't go watch it on the network. Well, it won't be on the network anymore if it's on regular TV. Exactly. Yeah. So, so maybe yeah. they're trying to get more ratings, more TV money. And I read that they would take an hour off of Raw again, so Raw would go back to two hours. And they would add that hour to, to NXT, yeah, make they, NXT 2? Yeah, because yeah. it's got to be 2. It they, can't be an hour wrestling show on TV. No, I think it would be an hour. I think they owe USA five hours of programming every week. So basically it would be... Take that hour away from Raw. Take an hour away NXT. from Raw, and that would become NXT. Yeah. So you get a two-hour show. Two-hour NXT is too much, I think. No, yeah, no, I, no. I agree. Those I guys think are is... all ready for TV. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes a whole episode of NXT is just promos and like not matches or yeah, one match. But I feel like that they don't I don't know. They don't have they don't have everybody I want to see on there all the time. So Well that's what makes NXT yeah. fun though. Like it takes me back to the old days of, of wrestling when you wouldn't see everybody. Everybody every wasn't week. there every day. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like that's true. Huh. Like I love that. It was like I don't know. It reminded me of car- cartoons in the '80s where you didn't see all the members <laughs> of the cartoon roster, like GI Joe or Mask or whatever. Uh, yeah. you, you got to see in the you beginning. You see them later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to hope they come up in the next. Yes. <laughs> well, we're gonna end the show there. Um, of course, Cap. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys. Uh, give them, give them some plugs. Just plug life. Let you, them know where to find you. Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at Cap underscore Caveman with a K, and you can find a lot of the shows we do on thesteelcage.com. I am a co-host of the Steel Cage Main Podcast, and I have a couple of other podcasts I do, uh, including an interview podcast called Minutes with the Mayor and a snack podcast called Derek and Tim Eat Snacks. What is the last snack you've ate? Or tried. Uh, uh, the last snack we ate was called a No Name Cake from Mod Pizza. It's a pizza place uh, you can find pretty much nationwide, and it's their own version of a ding dong. <laughs> it was amazing, and it was the first snack we gave perfect ten to. Wow! Because it was that good. All right, no well, disappointments. Go there. try the No Name Cake. Yep. I'm thinking we get one on today. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Teak, you got any shout outs? Um, shout out to you guys. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Shout out to you too, buddy. Thanks. Shout uh, out, Cap, for coming through. Hey, we man. appreciate you, man. 
I want to shout out to both of you for uh, out with us last night. You guys, you guys performed last night and killed it. So thank you. It was enjoyable. We're doing it again tonight. We're going to Tucson with MC Chris. Uh, if you see, if you get this before Monday, we'll be in Vegas as well at the Beauty Bar. Uh, this weekend, I'll be in Philadelphia on Friday at the Barbary for a Star Wars uh, Carrie Fisher tribute show. So see you there, and uh, happy holidays. And of course, Teak, what should they do? Keep your shoulders off the mat. Yeah, we're at Matt Mania Podcast on Twitter. Leave us seven stars if you can. Give us all the stars. I appreciate you all for listening. Happy holidays. He's begging over the Christmas music. <laughs> for just 20 cents a day, you can help your local podcast. Thanks in part to viewers like you. <laughs> this has been a Matt Mania production. It did start sounding like Mr. Rogers' music once you start talking. <laughs> it really it. did. <laughs> uh, thank you and guys. Thank you for always. being our neighbor. Thank you for being our neighbor. I'm going to put my shoes on now and we're going to get on the road to Tucson. Peace, love, and wrestling. We out. Hey, party people, it's Kate Murdoch here, and I want to talk to you about something real fresh, real new that myself and Megaran are doing now, and it involves you, the fans. Myself and Megaran just launched a Patreon, a monthly way for you all to subscribe to us and what we do. For as little as one buck a month, you'll get free exclusive downloads, a guaranteed song a month, and if you pledge at the $10 level, you'll get a free project a month, whether it be something we do together, whether it's something solo, a side project that I engineer or produce, it's guaranteed exclusive for you Patreon supporters. So, if you really like what we do, then this is the time to get down and join us. We are trying to bring back that Nintendo Fun Club vibe because this is essentially a fan club for the real fans so check it out patreon.com slash bits and rhymes that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash bits and rhymes and now back to your regularly scheduled program thank you you're listening to the geekscape network